Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, 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 tribe, and my sexy listeners, so very excited, very excited. We're uh, doing our next podcast. This one's going to be fun, and I have an awesome guest, uh, Madame K. So, uh, Madame, we got to remember, even though we can see on the video, but uh, we got to use our voice because it's audio. All righty. Excellent. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. There we go. <laughs> so, Madame K just finished two weeks of intense pro dominatrix training and she has graduated. Woo! Yay! I'm no longer a baby. I'm a pro dom. She's a pro dom. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in the West Coast, in BC. So, we now have uh, another. Part of our consensual world domination plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's episode, first of all, I want to thank all of my audience who, you know, puts up with me, is excited by me, <laughs> and goes on these crazy adventures. And today is going to be a good adventure as well. Remember, as always, check the show notes, make sure you know what you got yourself into. <laughs> I always come with content warning. Yep. Now, if you've been following me or listening to me at all, ever, at some point you will have heard the phrase, so you're horny and your secret desire is to be spanked with a rubber chicken while somebody's wearing a tutu. And if you're like, what? She talks about all the time? Yes, I do. So you should listen to the other episodes of My Orgasmic Life podcast because I talk about it. And Four really great episodes, past episodes that talk about communication, the second is communication that you might be interested in, episode 21, 22, 23, and 26. Okay, so guess what I have. <laughs> For everybody who's watching, you're like, everybody's listening, here you go, watch your ears. We have a rubber chicken. <laughs> yeah, after Madame K listened to all these episodes and watched all this content and did all the training, she's like, why haven't you used a rubber chicken and been spanked? And I'm like, I don't know, that's a good question. So we decided that this would be our episode today, the episode about how do we negotiate and have conversations about our sex, our deep sexual desires with our partner. And today we're gonna we're gonna actually 
do the negotiations so you can see us in action on how that plays out instead of me just talking about it. I'm super excited. That <laughs> wait, right? Um, oh, and I also have a tutu. <laughs> and it's red and it's pretty and it has a little bow. It's so cute. Um, so let's talk about first thing we want to talk about is how do we approach our partner or partners or new play partner um, about our kinks and our sexual desires? Because that's a really uncomfortable conversation for most people. Um, and it would carry a lot of shame and we carry a lot of fear and we're worried about being rejected and we're worried about what if they think we're a weirdo and a freak and so there's like all this stuff so it's very 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 terrifying and part of our job as pro dom as pro dominatrix as well as all the other things that i do in the world is the number one question that comes to me always is how do i tell my partner whatever it is. So how do I tell my partner my desires? How do I tell my partner my kinks? How do I tell my partner? And everybody asks the same question. How do I tell my partner? So this is how you tell your partner. <laughs> okay. So you first want to set up the scene, meaning the stage. You don't want to spring this. So let's talk about the rubber chicken. Oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, you know, my desire, my secret desire, which is not actually my secret desire, but maybe after today, it actually may be a kink. I don't know, but I always just pulled this out of my head. And so now we're going to make it into reality. Who knows? I might actually be turned on. Who knows? We'll see what happens later on. Yeah. Later on, when we go into the membership and we do the filming of it actually happening, we'll see. Do I get aroused? Who knows? Anyway, so, so for the purpose of our show today, my sexual desire is to be spanked with a rubber chicken while somebody's wearing a tutu. And you don't want to just show up one day with a rubber chicken <laughs> and a tutu and then throw it at your partner just as you're about to go boom, chicka, wow, wow, and you're about to get freaky and they're like, what the fuck? What the hell do you want me to do with this? Are you out of your mind? So often when we surprise a lot of times it feels like we just want to rip it off we just rip the band-aid off and and if we don't communicate it we don't have to own it and if we don't own it then we don't have to be rejected by it and there's all these things so we often set up our conversations very badly they <laughs> turn out very badly because we set up them very badly and go sideways really quickly very, very, very quickly. <laughs> and um the key to preventing that from happening is your Preparing before you have the conversation. Yeah, even before you get into the bedroom. Away! You actually have this conversation long, not even when you're horny. No. You don't have it in the bedroom. You don't have it when you're horny. You have it, it's like it's very clinical, and you'll see as we navigate it and negotiate it and all the things. Um, but I just want to talk, go over the steps, and then I'm gonna we're gonna show you the steps. So the first step is. You go to your partner or your partners, whoever you're gonna share this with, and you're gonna say, I have something really important I wanna share with you, but I'm really nervous to share it. Um, when is a good time for this conversation? And that's really important because the person now knows that you're not, you're not joking. The person knows that this is, you know, that you're nervous about it. So they will kind of 
drop in in a different way instead of like they're in the middle of doing dishes and you're talking to them or they're in the middle of doing email or they're looking at their phone or they're on social media or they're busy or they're distracted or they're in the middle of something and you want to have a serious conversation <laughs> and that, again sideways real quick <laughs> very 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 quick yeah so you give your the person that you're gonna have this conversation with an opportunity to take a breath and say, yep, this is a good time or to set up a time that is gonna be good for them. Mm -hmm. So you've now negotiated that. Then you start the conversation with, again, you're setting it up. You say, okay, this is really, I'm carrying a lot of fear about talking to you about this. And I really need you not to respond, react or be uh, judgy. And, um, and to take a moment before you say anything, respond in any capacity. So what you do is by saying, asking, and then you can say, can you do that? And so you want to ask them, can they do that? So that they can be like, fuck no, which means like, then you're not going to continue the conversation. You're going to be like, thank you. I love you. I guess I'm keeping this to myself. And you walk away. You don't continue the conversation. If the person's like, no, I can't do that. Then you're like, do not, do not do the next steps. Your relationship will destroy it. <laughs> yeah, that's really important. Um, and also not to internalize yes. that no as well. Because remember, they're probably not ready to hear what you have to say. And that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's, yeah. a, it's like, then you can say to them, okay, that's okay. If you're ever ready to hear what I have to say, or you're curious on what I wanted to say to you, come find me. Yeah. And then that way, again, you've now opened up the dialogue, but you haven't closed the door. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be devastated and judged. They're not going to react. All things are good. Okay. So say your partner's like, absolutely, honey. I totally can hold space for you. I won't I'll keep my judginess in check. Because by the way, we are all judgy. This is an important thing. There's no judgment in the word judgy. We all have judgments. We all have, and from those places of judgment, our own beliefs around sexuality, our own beliefs about what's okay and what's not okay. Our facial expressions are going to give it away. Our body language is going to give it away. And this person who's sharing with you is terrified. So you really got to be like, okay. All right. Okay, baby, hit me. <laughs> Maybe that's what we're going to talk about. Right? So your partner's like, yes, I can hold that space for you. Great. So then you're going to start in by saying, okay. And you're going to say your fantasy. And you're going to say, I have a fantasy of being spanked with a rubber chicken while somebody's wearing a tutu. And you're going to allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. And now, this is the other really important part of this negotiation, is that the person may say, okay, I can do that. Or they may say, okay, thank you for sharing, but now I'm not comfortable doing that. Or they may say, huh, I can't respond right now. <laughs> because everything that's inside them is being judgy, 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 and they promise not to be judgy, so they need to have a moment to, you know, to relax, to process, to do their thing yeah. before they can come back. 
And so if the person's like, I can't respond right now, then you can say, okay, take your time and please get back to me though. Because that's a very important part. If you're the person that is like, oh my motherfucking God, what the fuck? <laughs> you must process it and then eventually come back. And I would say, don't take any longer than a month. You need to, you because that person is now in like, they have just risked their heart, mm -hmm. their soul, and their being mm -hmm. to you. And they want to know that you're going to still love them <laughs> and that you're still okay with who they are. And you're not ready to divorce them or leave them <laughs> or call the cops on them or whatever it is that you just share. <laughs> yeah. Which is really, really important. Yeah. And also I think it's important too, because you have to remember <laughs> our brain is going to say one thing and our genitals are going to say another. So if your partner comes to you with that fantasy and you have that conflict, it's really important for you to sort that out before you answer them. Yeah. Because that's that internal conflict that we all have and we all have to work through because of the societal norms that have been put upon us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, very, 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 very important. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Everybody, so now that's what happens when things people aren't like, yeah, sure, tell me everything. So oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm telling you the rubber chicken bend over. Okay. <laughs> when that's what happens when that doesn't happen, these are all the variables that can happen. Yeah. The other part is that when you're sharing with your partner your desires, it's okay that they don't want to do it. It's okay if they only want to be part of it. Mm -hmm. It's okay if they want to add something to it. Like they're like, oh, well, can I add something to the thing? Sure. Like I've always <laughs> wanted to fuck you in the ass with a strap on. Oh, oh. Are you gonna spank me with a rubber chicken while you're doing that? Give me a moment. Let me think. Maybe we should start with a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's that piece where like you're not telling somebody your fantasy so that they can mimic it exactly how you've been whacking off thinking about it. Well, how you're whacking <laughs> off thinking about it is how you whack off thinking about it. If you want to participate, you want other bodies to participate in it, then you need to allow them to have their own flair and bring it to you. Because that's the other thing is that often when we share a fantasy, we're so, we're so attached to exactly the fantasy playing out how we want it to play out because that's what we've been whacking off thinking mm -hmm. about for many, many years probably <laughs> for most of us. And so when then we do get the fantasy into reality, what ends up happening is that we're then disappointed because they didn't do it right. And so this isn't about them doing it right. This is now like you're bringing something to the table. They're going to bring something to the table. And now you're going to create a new sexual experience with each other, not they're doing it for you. And that's a really important part that often goes sideways. So you've managed to have the conversation. You got the rubber chicken. You got the tutu. You're like, you've negotiated the scene. And then you're like, ah, but you did it wrong because I needed you to squawk with the chicken or I needed you to like you know say this thing to me at the exact moment that I needed because that's what I've been whacking off thinking about mm -hmm. and that's not fair no. that's because that's not what this is this is not you're not hiring your partner <laughs> to fulfill a fantasy that you've been thinking about exactly for however many times how many years and so 
Yeah, that's the other pieces of it. Mm -hmm. So everybody agrees, we've negotiated, everybody's like ready. Um, and again, you don't do this before you're going to have sex. You don't do this, like you do this like on a Tuesday afternoon and you're like just hanging out and you're talking and just like non-sexual. And then you're like, okay, we've, we've agreed. Okay, so who's going to buy supplies? <laughs> who's going to get the chicken? What do we need? What do we need for the adventure? Go get the thing. When is our like uh, rubber chicken spanking uh, adventure going to happen? You put it on the books. Yeah, because that's a, that's the other really important piece is that once you negotiate it, and people get lives get really busy, people have kids, business, all that kind of stuff, you won't end up fulfilling the fantasy. You won't end up doing it. Some because the person who just risked often risks and then is waiting for the other person to like, okay, let's do it, and then the person who's like waiting that they, they brought it is like. Oh, well, whenever they're ready, they'll bring it. So you don't, that just sets up again, another thing that can go <laughs> sideways. So it's like setting up a date. Yes, you're going to set up your, your fantasy date. Yeah. Right? You put it in the books. It's like in the books, you, everybody's in charge of who's getting what supplies. <laughs> date starts at this time. When is everybody ready? Okay, now we show up in the bedroom at this time with all of our supplies, our tutus and our rubber chickens and whatever else you've negotiated. <laughs> And that also sets up the, um, the excitement, the yeah. anticipation, right? And that's really sexy. Yes. And that's and something that you and your partner or partners have shared. And it's like Christmas morning, you know, when you get all excited with Christmas and you're like, oh my God, three more sleeps and it's Christmas. It's like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's the thing people often say to me. Oh, but planning sex is not sexy. Actually, planning sex is actually more sexy than spontaneous sex. Spontaneous sex is kind of fun. Usually not really great sex. No. It's kind of like get, get in, get out, don't mess my hairdo kind of sex. But like planned sex is like, that's when we get kinky and oh. freaky and epic. That's, that's, and the anticipation, like you said, like yeah. that arousal and the excitement. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, yeah. I'm receiving it. Oh my God, you're receiving So yeah, it's really beautiful. Okay. Now, you ready? Yes. Okay. Let's negotiate. Let's negotiate. So because we're sitting uh, very, we got like one bum cheek on and one bum cheek, cheek off <laughs> of our spanky bench so that we can both get into the camera and both get near the mic. Um, we're, and we're going to try to do as much like look but then looking back at the camera remembering that the audience wants to see our beautiful faces not just our ears okay okay they're, they're, they're really sexy sexy and lovely ears, ears but they also yeah. want to see our face totally. okay yeah. all right so okay so ready yep okay madame k yes empress gaia um i have this like desire that I really want to share with you and I'm really nervous and I'm really scared is right now or when would be a good time to have that conversation um right now seems good okay yeah all right Whew. all right so I um 
I really, before we talk though, like I, it's, I'm really scared to tell you this and um, I'm really nervous and I have some shame and, and I really need you to not be judgmental at all. And like, if you're about to be like, what the fuck, I need you to like, take a deep breath, keep going and then ask for time. Cause I can't, I, I won't be able to handle being on the receiving end of risking that. Can you do that for me? Yes, I can. Absolutely. Beautiful. Okay. Yep. I got you. Okay. All right. So, um, ever since I went to the fair when I was a child, mm-hmm. and I saw rubber chickens, I've always wondered what it would feel like to be spanked with it. And, and it created this arousal response in my, in my vagina. And I've always felt like really, I've never told anybody and I've always felt like a really weirdo and like had a lot of shame about it. And, um, and then I always thought, you know, the ballerinas were always really pretty with their like little tutus. And I always wanted to like wear a tutu and I've been spending uh, the last 15 years masturbating, thinking about wearing a tutu while somebody spanked me with a rubber chicken. Okay. So do you think you might want to spank me with a rubber chicken while I wear a tutu? Um, give me a moment to think about it. Okay. Um, I want really want to thank you for sharing that with me. I know that was really hard and thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Um, so you're wearing the tutu and I'm spanking you with the rubber chicken. Yes. Okay. I think I can do that. So, um, would tomorrow night work for you? Tomorrow night doesn't work for me. Okay. But let me look at my calendar mm-hmm. and I will get back to you in a couple of days. How does that work? Um, can you get back to me today, if possible, of when we can plan it so that you look at the calendar? And sure. No, that would be, then I know it's on the calendar and then it makes me feel like, okay, we're going to do it and okay. I'm all excited and then I can go get the things and do all the things. Okay. All right. Um, so let me just quickly look at my phone. Okay. Okay. Uh, tomorrow night works, actually. Yay! <laughs> Okay, so So are you going to pick up the supplies or do you want me to pick up the supplies? I can pick up the supplies. Great, perfect. And um, one more request, because I think you look really, really sexy in it, is your camo, your camo shirt and your army shirt. And and remember those like camo, like goggles you got Mm -hmm. when we were like, you know, um, you know, going four wheeling so mud didn't get into your eye. Yeah. Can you can you wear that? Sure. Absolutely, babe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Excellent. And <End> scene. <laughs> well done. Woo! Woo! Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so as you can see, there was that that was a really good way of navigating and negotiating. And again, if if she hadn't been okay with that, she would have asked for what she needed. She did mm -hmm. good at saying, well, I need a moment. She did good at like not freaking out or laughing at me. Well, and that's really important because I almost did. I almost started laughing because I think it's so funny. Yeah. And um, and I think it would be something that's really fun to do. So I that was one thing that came up for me as soon as you said it, it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can feel a giggle coming up through my belly. I'm like, no, no, shut it down because that could be perceived as not fun. That could be perceived to the person that just shared that with you as, oh my God, they think I'm ridiculous Yeah, and stupid. And even though that's not, it's coming off from you, mm -hmm. but that's how it's going to be perceived because they're in that state of already feeling that shame and already really nervous. And they're still really nervous, even though you said yes. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, even though that giggle came up, I'm like, oh no, bring that down. So yeah, and you know, and and that's a really important thing too. Like, um, you know, like keeping that in check because. Mm -hmm. So, I I've never been spanked with a rubber chicken <laughs> or with a tutu, and I'm like, okay, where's this backstory? And I gotta create a backstory, and 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 I started to actually feel nervous while I was sharing because I was like, okay, I'm I, I know later today, um, we're gonna actually play it out, yeah. And so, um, so then there's this like apprehension of like, well, what if I get turned on? I might actually be turned on by rubber chickens, and then what? So I was like, I so I went re. For me, when I was talking, I went into like, this is actually my desire and this is what I really want. And I was in a state of, and you could probably hear it in my voice, and I was in that state of nervous energy because it's hard, even for me, who's so open about so many wild, crazy things, it's yeah. still uncomfortable. And so, you know. Good point. Yeah. Because it was, uh, yeah, even though I'm very much the same, very open-minded, I started having that nerve. It was almost like it was a nervous giggle is what it was because I almost went, oh, I think that's mine as well. <laughs> and I didn't know it. Who knew? Yeah. And we're going oh, to find out soon <laughs> if we actually are turned on by this. And we probably are. No, yeah. the two of us. Less so because <laughs> we're silly and ridiculous. We're silly and ridiculous. <laughs> And we've been, you know, carrying this rubber chicken around for like two weeks and it's been our go-to like diffuser yeah. in stress and all sorts of stuff. So we kind of already have like this connection, connection with the chicken. <laughs> A deep connection. Oh. <laughs> it's like the stress melter. So, uh, yeah, so I highly recommend getting one, getting a rubber <laughs> chicken as part of your just your de stressor yeah. in your life. Um, and then, in case somebody does ask you to spank them with it or you want to be spanked with it, you have one on hand already. Alrighty. Yeah. Okay. So, we are going to actually go and do this. And, um, and we're going to film it for our BDSM membership program mm -hmm. um, as part of, you know, kind of more advanced, a little bit more advanced for uh, advanced role play component. And so if you want to see my little tushy, 
<laughs> Been spanked by the rubber ticket. Wow. By me. Wow. <laughs> Madame Gay. While I'm wearing a tutu, bent over the spanking bench. I highly recommend going to empressguide.com and signing up for the BDSM membership program. And that's just one of the wonderful goodies that is in that membership. There's so many. Yeah. So, so, so many. Yeah, like the electric play. Yeah, yeah. So this month's uh, is electric play. So uh, we had an actual, we had like a, a boy, yeah. the first boy as a demo dolly. <laughs> and I got to electrocute, which was so fun. That Madam K got to electrocute as part of her training. So that was definitely fun. But anyway, so, but yes, so definitely if you want to see it in action, go join the membership program. Um, and for everybody who's like, okay, like that might be a little extreme, um, that's okay. Um, you know, there's lots of education, keep listening to my orgasmic life, um, you know, reach out, um, you know, all the ways at the end of the episode tells you how to get a hold of me. Um, if you're like, okay, I really need some support and communication in my relationship, please come see me at guymorissette.com. So I can help you navigate and heal that. And, um, and then a little exciting teaser. Last thing before we go and explore the rubber chicken <laughs> is, uh, so part of uh, my orgasmic life is going to add, uh, be adding another new series, um, The Adventures of a New Pro Dom with Madame K. And so those episodes are going to be about what is her beginning journeys? What's her, what was her training like? How did she make her transition in her life? All the hiccups, all the interesting adventures, all the experiences. And, um, you know, that will be coming out once a month um, under my Orgasmic Life podcast. So we'll be starting that in the fall. And, uh, you know, you'll be able to hear her journey because her, you know, she used to live in a very vanilla world and now her, her world has been opened up exponentially <laughs> to this whole other world. Yeah, a vanilla world where I really didn't fit into. Yeah, so now she's, not, now she's prepared to be fit into her new world and you will hear all about that on the Adventures of a Pro Dominatrix. Until next episode, stay fun, stay silly, stay kinky, and stay horny. horny. Bye. Bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator... Um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, 
I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out at Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye. <laughs>